When it comes to learning, there are four main styles for the way people learn. Most people have more than one style combined. In this episode, I will cover the four main learning styles and how you can address each one of these in your course. When you teach someone in the way that they learn, they will pay more attention, absorb the information, and get results. If you don't touch on all four of these in your course, people will not get results. Being an effective course creator doesn't have to be difficult. It's all about choosing the right techniques, mastering a few key strategies, and teaching your content effectively. Welcome to the She's Building a Dream podcast. With thousands of listeners, it's the go-to podcast for course creators dedicated to helping you make your online course more effective and efficient. I'm your host, Kristen Moss. I've been an entrepreneur for over eight years, but before that, I was a teacher with a master's degree for 10. I'll show you my framework for transforming your online course into a course that actually gets your students results, which will showcase you as the expert you are, bring in more student testimonials, more referrals, and ultimately more sales. Let's transform your life and legacy starting right now. It's true. When someone teaches us in a way that we learn best, we pay more attention. We also absorb more information and ultimately get better results. So as a course creator, you need to be sure that you are consciously making an effort to help all learning styles in your course. It's incredibly important. This will help your students to stay more engaged. So when we're talking about learning styles, we're talking about four different learning styles, which are visual, auditory, kinesthetic, and reading and writing. Basically, what it means is that we all have different ways we prefer to learn and process the information. So there are the four main common learning styles, but most people have a combination of these styles. Most likely, you have a dominant preference. You have a certain way that you like to learn best. It's usually based on one of those four. So the most common learning style is visual. Visual learners are those who learn best through images, diagrams, anything that shows how to do something visually. So the majority of people are a visual learner, or that is one of the ways they learn best. Visual learners use things like images, charts, infographics. They like video content with clear visuals, not just talking heads. They like to have visuals besides just seeing your beautiful face. You need to organize content with bullet points and headings to help them. So visual can even mean the way your slides are designed so they can see the bullet points and the headings. You should offer some diagrams and some maps to illustrate concepts. They don't have to be real robust. We just need to have some kind of way for people to process that information visually. This works well when you are presenting in your course with slides and you are talking through something. I always tell people that being a talking head on an online course is not serving your people the best. Talking head videos are generally the ones that people tune out the most, unless they are an auditory learner, which does not make up the majority of the population. Auditory learners are the people who learn best through listening and spoken explanations. So these are the people that could actually go to a presentation, not take a single note, not see a single picture, and absorb all of the information. These are the people I was very jealous of in college classes because they were able to go to class, sit there and listen, and absorb all of the content. 
it's very rare to only be an auditory learner. Usually this is one that piggybacks off of another type of learning style. But when you want to help these auditory learners, we want to think about these different ways to help them. You should include audio lectures or even podcasts inside your course. Even having a recording of your instruction in like an MP3 format really helps. If you can take just the audio out of your course instruction, your course modules, they can just listen to the audio. You can offer recorded explanations of things. So you want to actually explain things almost like I do here on the podcast. A podcast very much lends itself to auditory learners, which the hard part about that is that's not the majority of the population. So as a podcaster, we have to do our job of offering show notes, offering different things that people can go to if they need more support over the content. So if you are an auditory learner, you probably can learn a lot from a podcast. But if you're not, you probably have the person that's clicking on a link to get more information from the podcast. So for these auditory learners, you also want to encourage discussion and group activities. They need to be hearing people talk and talking with people. You can also kind of use some storytelling for this auditory learner. So people learn best by hearing stories of other people or stories of things that have happened related to to your niche. So using storytelling can really help those auditory learners to also hear and learn at the same time. One of the most rare types of learners is the kinesthetic learner. The kinesthetic learner are those who learn best through hands-on experiences and physical activities. So we need to help these people to actually get their hands dirty, to get their hands messy, to get in there and actually do the work. In order for this to happen with them, we need to have interactive simulations and virtual things that they can do virtually. We want to kind of give some experimentation, some exercises that they can do, maybe some real world examples, things that they should do. And you want to allow for physical movement or activities during the learning process. So when I'm thinking of a health coach, if a health coach is wanting to help people learn how to macro count or or learn how to meal plan with healthy meals, they might actually tell their students to, they might send them to the store with some kind of checklist or assignment and have them do something at the store to help them to plan their meals. Or Maybe you are a health coach and you are telling people that there are certain parts of the grocery store that has the healthiest foods and you want them to go and find them and identify them. Those would be kinesthetic learners. They need to go and do things in order to learn them. They need to experience things in order to learn them. So we definitely want to be thinking about them. They are the rarest form. So having an entire course that only lends to kinesthetic learners would serve a very little part of the population. But you want to kind of encourage those learners to have ways for them to process this information. They really need that hands-on. This could be giving them activities or things to do to help them to apply the material as well. And the last type of learner are the reading or writing learners. A lot of the population is also a reading and writing learner. That's why so many people do it, right? So those learners learn best by reading materials or writing information. So people that learn best that way, they need to perhaps maybe read 
the information in the workbooks. So some course creators do a really great job of taking all the information they taught and putting it in a workbook. So those people that like to read the best, that learn best by reading, can actually read the workbook instead of listening to all the videos. They can get more information out of reading that. That's a great strategy. It's a time-consuming strategy, but it's a great strategy. You can also make sure your learners have a chance to write and reflect in those workbooks. They need a chance to write things out and to process them. Sometimes it's just taking notes. But this is why the majority of people, when they have some kind of school experience, they are doing a lot of reading and writing. Now, not everyone learns best that way. So we really need to be having multiple learning styles inside our course because we need to have this combination. Most people are not just one specific style. They're usually heavier on one learning style and then have the other ones added in. So we want to make sure that we're offering our course content in multiple formats to have those different preferences and ways people process information met inside your course. So you could have people be able to listen to your course information. You could have them read the course information, maybe with a transcript or in workbooks. You could have them doing activities, and you can also be teaching with slides and helping those visual and auditory learners. Most course creators actually end up creating a course the way they learn best which is fine. I do the same thing. You just lend yourself to that one way because that's the way you learn best. But we really need to be making sure that we are thinking about all four of these learning styles or you will be leaving people behind. We want to make sure that we're actually helping all of those different types of learners. If you really want to get heavy into this, you could offer some kind of quiz at the beginning of your course helping people to assess the way they learn best, and then telling them which materials they should go to, what should they watch, what should they listen to, or how should they process the information inside your course. 